Welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the What I Love About Men podcast. I am in a really good mood today, so just a warning, I've been laughing a lot and dancing. I took about six dance breaks today, which is a little unusual. I'm not sure what's going on with my emotional state, but I love it. Obviously, I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I even going to talk about? Okay, so today I was, I was walking along the beach, right, living that California lifestyle, you know what I mean? And I was talking to my mom, and... I was just saying how I'm really hard on myself. And she goes, yeah, I know you got that from me. I'm sorry. Something like that. She put a sad face and she's like, yeah, I know you got that from me. You know, feeling all bad about it. And then I was like, whoa, wait a second, Ma. Don't feel bad because I love who I am. And part of that being hard on myself has a lot to do with with my past and maybe the way I was raised because my mom is very hard on herself. And so maybe some of it came from that, um, along with many great things that came from the way my mom raised me, which I'm very grateful for. But like, but I just, I think about that and I think about my past life experiences and me being hard on myself up until this point has really served me in a lot of ways. You know, maybe it fucked me up in some ways, but I think for the most part, it served me because it was how I looked at it. You know, I, I took that being hard on myself and I said, Steph, what are you going to do to go to be better? Come on, be better. How are we going to improve? And I took it down that angle. I didn't take it down the angle of, you know, and there's two ways of looking at it. You can look at it the way I look at it and you could look at it the way where you're just beating yourself up, right? And just being hard on yourself in terms of like you you suck, you can never do anything right. Your life is shit, you're worthless. Right? That's the other end of it. So, but we have a choice, right? And I had a choice to take it whichever way I wanted to take it and I chose the way of of bettering myself. And not that you know, being hard on myself is the best thing. You know, I do beat myself up in kind of a loving way. It's like, come on, you could you could be better. You could be better. Come on, keep going. And sometimes it gets a little out of control. But um but at the same time, it's it's there to improve me and it's built me into the motivated, determined woman that I am today who's always fighting for what she wants, who doesn't give up. I think resilience is one of my my favorite qualities about me is I never ever give up on myself. I never doubt myself. And I don't think I would have that resilience if I didn't have a past history of being very hard on myself, you know, which maybe does go back to the way my mom raised me, which also goes back to the experience I've had personally all throughout school and through my socialization and and all that stuff. But it's the way you look at it. And the point I'm trying to make is we can't beat ourselves up with when it comes to who we are, we can't look at ourselves as a person and be like, oh, like if that shit didn't happen to me, I wouldn't be like this. You know, own who you are right now and love who you are right now and take it from there. 
there's really no sense looking back on the past. What is that doing for you? What is it doing for you to blame your past story on why you are who you are today? That gets you nowhere. That does nothing for you. That doesn't serve you or hurts you. You know, just to dwell, and I did a YouTube uh, video on this recently, like stop dwelling because it literally keeps your body and your mind stuck in the past. It does not allow you to move forward. And as a coach, my, my main thought is what's the next step? You know, when I work with my clients, what's the, ne- what's the very next thing you have to do to get closer to that? What's the very next step? No matter how small it is, it's all about what's the next step to move forward. So I want you guys to think right now. What are the things that you feel about yourself that maybe you're, you feel down about and you kind of blame or have resentment with a past experience that made you the way you are today? You know, do you feel like you're too damaged emotionally? Do you feel like you're too hard on yourself? Do you feel like you're too independent? You know, therefore it's really hard for you to connect to someone because it's like you just want to be by yourself all the time and do things your way all the time. Are you too needy for affection? Or is that what you feel? Because we all have these things about us. Oh, I'm too this. I'm too that. I'm not enough of this. And we beat ourselves up just as humans. We all do this. And if you think you're alone, not, you're not. <laughs> okay. We all do this shit. We all, even me. And like, that's why I hate when people think I, I should have like the perfect lifestyle because I'm a coach. Like, <laughs> look at all the coaches in the world. We're all fucked up. All of us. And I, I like to reiterate this. We as humans are all a little fucked up in the head, okay? We're fucked up in our heart, our emotions. We're all over the place. We're always just trying to figure it out. No one knows for sure what the hell we're doing. We're just trying to do our best. So when it comes to having these, having these feelings of, oh, I'm too damaged, you know, I'm, I'm too needy for affection, you're not too needy for affection. Maybe you're just maybe you're just a guy who had some experiences who really appreciates affection now. Then that means you have to attract a partner and find someone who is also very affectionate and willing to give their partner a lot of affection. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. You know, if you feel like you're too hard on yourself, do what my mom said to do this morning. She was like she was like be hard on yourself in the opposite direction like Force yourself to love yourself more. Like, <laughs> like stuff, God damn it, love myself more. What can I do to love myself more? Push that. You know, push that when it comes to my day and I'm freaking out about, like, what I need to do next. Be like, how are you going to love yourself next? How are you going to make yourself happy? Make that the main focus of the day. Make that an intense focus that you need to do today. You know, instead of all the work stuff, what are you going to do for you? Make that a top priority. Be hard on yourself in that way. When it comes to feeling too damaged emotionally, you know, maybe you're just giving up because you're like, oh, I had this, this past history and I, I had these experiences and I'm just, I'm just fucked. I'm just damaged for life. This is me. This is my life. Yeah, it is your life. If you keep talking about that and you keep putting yourself back in that state over and over again, how can your body see anything else than damaged if you're t- constantly telling yourself you're damaged and putting yourself in the emotional and physical state of a damaged person? Because someone who believes they're damaged, think of their physiology, their physicality as they, as they walk in a room. You guys already know, like you're probably all thinking the same thing. If you can picture and imagine a person who feels like they're damaged and worthless emotionally, how do you imagine them to be? Slumped shoulders, 
maybe a frown on their face, not much laughing or smiling, definitely no dancing, right? No dance parties for that person. It's sad. But yeah, overall sad and overall sad physicality. We all know that. So what do you have to do to change your state? You have to change your physicality to a happy person, right? Maybe someone who walks a little taller. That doesn't mean you have to be like Mr. Skippity, you know, Joe, who's always smiling freakishly and getting like way too excited about everything. It's like, I think guys get a little uncomfortable when they hear the word joy because men, like men especially, because they're like, oh, joyful. I'm not going to be joyful. Like you're thinking of some guy skipping, like holding, like holding flowers. Like, it's not about that. (laughs) Like, get that image out of your head. Joy is just being in a state of, like, total, like, happiness with yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing weird about that. If anything, it's weird because not enough people do it. And then we want to think, do we want to be the average person? No. The average person is weighing themselves down. The average person doesn't have what they want in life. The average person complains. You know, you walk in a room in average room, most people are complaining about something. People always find shit to complain about. And then it's so easy to get pulled into that negativity and then start doing that same thing, you know, as other people. If someone's gossiping, you're more likely to gossip. If they're complaining, you're more likely to complain. That's why it's so important to surround yourself with people who you want to be in a better emotional state as or the same emotional state as. Think about that. Like, because if you are feeling like you're too hard on yourself in a negative way and, you know, you've had all these past experiences and you're just like, oh, my life is fucked. I'll never have what I want. I'll never. What types of people are you hanging around that you're still believing that? And it's a double-edged sword because, like, if you are believing that, most likely you will attract other people who believe that. So you'll start hanging around other people who believe that. And then if you believe that, you know, the good people who are not the good people, it's fucked up. The people who the people who are in really high energy good moods aren't gonna wanna hang around with you because they'll be like, fuck you, like, fuck that energy. Like, that's bad vibes, man. I'm not going over there. So you're just gonna get caught in this rut of of staying in this emotional damaged loophole. Okay, I'm getting a little off track here, but I hope you I hope you just know that, you know, your story makes you strong. Your story makes you you. Your story makes you unique. And your story gave made you the person you are today. And think about this. Like, even if you are in a shit place right now, the one, the strongest thing you have is your story and how you can come out of it and come out better. Because think about the top, the most successful people in the world. Most of them hit rock bottom. Most of them were in a shit situation. Most of them were homeless or beat and abused and on drugs. And then they pulled their life together and they got their shit together. And this is something that Tony Robbins talks about a lot. He's like, you know what? I, I, um, he's like, I love my mother. I love my mother, even though she abused me, she beat the shit out of me. I still love her because I wouldn't be the man I am today without her. Right. And that's crazy. Like he was treated so terribly by his mom and he shows her so much love because of the man he's become who he's so proud of but he wouldn't have became that man if he didn't go through all of that okay so like there's another way to look at it you have to flip your mindset around this instead of saying oh this happened this happened to me you know my life everything's happening to me no everything's happening for you Switch those words around and watch your life change. 
right? When you start believing life happens for you and not life happens to you, it's a different ballgame. It's different. You start seeing things much differently, much clearer. You start being happier. You know, even if you're in a shitty situation, you just take it as like, you know what? I was supposed to learn that. You know what? That person came into my life to teach me this. Now I'm going to take what I learned. I'm going to bring it to my next relationship and make that one even better. Or make that one good if the other one is terrible. You know, like move up. Find yourself leveling up. There's always good that you can take from a horrible past experience. Like I said, like when I think I'm too hard on myself, I can think like, man, I really am. I beat the shit out of myself mentally. I'm always pulling myself down. Why am I doing this? You know, some days I just, you know, the days when I lay in bed, like, why am I doing that? I'm so messed up. I sh- why am I not grateful? Why I have no reason to complain about? No, instead of going down that road, shit, fuck that. Get that out of my head. It's not helping me. It's not serving me. How can I be hard on myself? How can I look at being hard on myself as something that, that is maybe more positive? Or can I look at the good in that, in that situation? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm hard on myself. And it's because of, and it's, that's what got me here. You know, that's what got me here. And, and even though I don't want it to continue to, to bring me into a better place, you know, just being hard on myself, I want to acknowledge it. I think the first step is just acknowledging that, you know what, I, I love who I am right now. So I'm glad that I was hard on myself because it got me here. But I don't want to be, I don't want to beat myself up for the rest of my life. I don't want to be in my head yelling at myself a lot of the time. That's not fair. And that's not someone I want to be. And that's not the woman I want to become. So now that I can acknowledge that, And flip it into a way where, like my mom said, like, be harder on loving yourself. Be harder on doing things that that make you happy. Because that's something I'm not hard on myself with, you know? I don't tell myself, Steph, you need to have fun. What are you going to do today? Like, I mean, I'll do that occasionally, but compared compared to my work and the things that I take more, you know, seriously, I guess, um, then it's, it's different, you know? So when it comes to, when it comes to being hard on myself, I think of it now or I'm from now forward, I'm going to think of it as, you know, now being hard on myself is going to be taking more action on the things that make me feel good and happy. Okay? Just like you can take, oh, I'm too needy for affection. You can take that and flip that from a negative to saying, you know what? I enjoy affection. I like having an affectionate partner. It makes me feel really good. And I really appreciate that. And it feels good to my body. And... And I know that there's a partner out there for me who wants to give me all the affection I want and crave, and I want to give it back to them, and that's I'm okay with that. I love that about me. You know? And then you can also, if you're in that place of I'm too damaged emotionally, like I'm too fucked up, you know, you can say, okay, maybe up until this point I felt like I was, my life was fucked up, but how can I take that pain and turn it into something bigger and better? Right? How can I take that experience and be able to have a story that takes me from there to where I want to go? Where do I want to go? Did I ever really think about where I want to go? Or did I waste too much time and energy thinking my life's too fucked up? I'm stuck here. I'll never be anything. I'll never do anything else. Or did I give myself a shot and have a thought that said, you know what? What do I want to do? If I could do anything, what would it be? And what's the first step to get there? That's the thing, guys. Sometimes we use these past experiences just as excuses. That's all they are. We put blame on them. We start resenting our, our 
like people in our lives or resenting so much that we live in that resentment and it makes us a person who's unhappy and who just keeps repeating our past experiences because we don't want to face the reality that we can change. It's uncomfortable though. And that's why people would rather stay where they are than, than change. Okay. If it's not like too bad where you have to like run the fuck away, then you're just in that middle ground and that's a dangerous place to be. You know, I mean, it's like we we're either running away from pain or running towards pleasure or doing both. But but you want to make sure that you have something, as I said in one of my most recent episodes, something to really run away from and something to really run towards. But you can't beat yourself up as a person, as the man who you've become. Own him. Acknowledge him. Appreciate him. Find the good in him. Too often we just talk about all the shit that we hate about ourselves. It's so, it's so crazy. You know, we don't give ourselves enough credit as to, okay, what do I, what do I like about myself? You know, I was on the phone with a client the other day and I, I tried to get him, I tried to get him to talk more about this. And he said, you know, this is dumb. This is dumb. I don't want to talk about this. And I was like, is it dumb or are you just really uncomfortable with it because you'd rather talk yourself down? That's more comfortable. That's more normal. That's, that's not dumb, right? So think about the last time. <clears throat> think about the last time you actually did talk yourself up more than you talked yourself down. And get, out of your, get it out of your head that talking yourself up is lame when you bash yourself all the fucking time, but that's normal. Like that's, that's cool. That's not lame. I don't get it. <laughs> I really don't like, and it's, I mean, I, I do get it. Cause I've been there. Like I'll talk myself down a lot. And then when it comes to like praising myself, I'll be like, all right, let's not get carried away stuff. You're not that great <laughs> on certain days. Most of the time I'm like, you're fucking amazing. <laughs> or I'm fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, it's it's a matter of appreciating and being grateful for who you are. It's okay to do that, guys. It doesn't make you less as a, less of a man. It doesn't make you weak to build yourself up. It makes you stronger. Cuz that's what makes a strong man. A man who's emotionally strong, physically strong, strong in his sexuality and his presence, strong in his mentality and the way he shifts his mindset when it needs to be shifted. That's what makes a strong man. It's not about having a fucking bicep and, you know, using a a loud voice. That's not a man. You know, I think it's just so misconstrued. And, And it's also not about being vulnerable all the time and crying. That's not a man either. That's not a strong man either. You know, a man, a man who is strong understands the situation he's in. And appreciates the person he's become or acknowledges the person he's become and and appreciates the lessons he's learned and then sets his eye on what he wants and starts chasing it. And if there's a bump in the road, he fights the bump in the road and he gets over it and he beats it. And then he gets knocked down and he acknowledges that he got knocked down, but then he gets back up 
He wipes the dirt off his face and he gets back up and he keeps trying. That's what I think makes a strong man. So own your story. It's okay to have a fucked up story. It doesn't mean you're going to have a fucked up future. I mean, so far. It's okay to have a fucked up story so far. As of to this point, if you feel like, you know, can I really change? Can I really be someone new? It's not too late. Neuroplasticity is a real thing, okay? Like, there have been plenty of studies now in the last 10 to 12 years of realizing, hey, the brain is plastic. We can actually change it based on our thoughts. Humans are the only mammals who can feel something only by thought alone. Right? That's crazy. So if thoughts can make us sick, which they can, and there have been multiple studies to prove this, right? Then thoughts can make us better. Thoughts can put us in a better place. So change your perspective when you have certain thoughts, when you blame, when you resent. How are you going to flip that so that you have a better thought, so that you feel better in your body and feel better about yourself and start chasing what you want? Think about it, guys. Something I did, just to let you know, something I did, I took action on uh, this week, early this week, because every every week I do a recap of my week, and I have certain goals, I have certain goals I want to achieve um, every week, <laughs> so I have, a, I have a piece of paper, and I have the goals on the paper, and, and then I put it into my calendar, right, and I have a color-coded ca- calendar, and the, the pink... The pink calendar, sorry, people are texting me. I'm getting really distracted on my phone. Uh, okay, sorry. The pink calendar, the on the color-coded ca- calendar, the pink means it's oxytocin producing. Yeah, I'm such a nerd. <laughs> nerd alert, nerd alert. Um, so if I don't have pink on my calendar, that means that I have nothing to boost my oxytocin levels, which means making me feel like feminine or make me feel loved or things that make me feel really happy or things I just do for fun or with my girlfriends or playtime. Um, so if I don't have any pink, that means none of that is in my week. And if none of that is in my week, what do you think happens? I have a really stressful fucking week. And that's exactly what happened last week. I approached the weekend and I was just like, oh, thank God. And I laid in bed most of Saturday, which is something I never do. And I watched Grey's Anatomy for like four hours, which I would never, ever do. And I was just like, it wasn't even like that. Oh, I like, I feel like I've accomplished so much. I love to just watch Grey's Anatomy. You know, there's nothing wrong with laying in bed on a weekend, but, but I was just, I was in this place of like, ah, fuck it. Fuck it all. I'll just watch Grey's Anatomy. Like I was just in a bad place. I'm like, I'll just lay on my ass. Cause like I didn't get what I wanted this week. I don't feel like, I don't know. It was just a bad vibe. You know what I mean? So, and then I realized, I looked at my calendar and I said, when I did my week review, and I said, wow, there's no pink in my calendar. This whole past week, there's been no pink. No pink. Where's the pink? And I hate pink. (laughs) I hate the color pink. Maybe I shouldn't make the oxytocin one pink. Um, But I just realized that. And I said, holy shit, this is a game changer. So this week, when I was planning this, this week, 
the week it is now, I I made sure that there was pink pink boxes with activities in every single day of this week. And then I thought, wow, this week is already so much more exciting because I have something that I know I can look forward to every single day of the week. That's crazy. That's so much fun. I love it. Today's oxytocin-producing activity is a massage, which I'm super excited about because I kept putting it off for like two months. Um, so yeah, I have that tonight. Tomorrow, I'm meeting up with my girlfriend. That's that's another pink box. The next day, I'm getting my nails done. That's another pink box. Next day, I'm getting my hair done. That's another pink box. You know, and they don't always have to be. It just so happens I need, I'm a high-maintenance bitch this week. But like, <laughs> normally, normally, it would be like, hey, go grab coffee with a friend. You know, that's a pink box. Or go take a yoga class. That's a pink box. You know, anything that that makes me feel, maybe go to the beach and meditate for an hour. That's something I wouldn't normally do, but makes me feel really good. And that's something I actually look forward to doing when I get the chance. You know, take another hour reading. That would be a pink box because I love, I'm a nerd. So like reading for me is like fun time. Sometimes I'll punish myself and be like, you can't read anymore if you don't get this done. I'm like, (laughs) no. Um, (laughs) so that's just an example for you guys. If you have something that you feel like you can do, um, to stay, to, you know, stay on track with, with keeping yourself in check of like the things you appreciate about yourself or, or, um, I don't know where I'm going with, I just lost my brain fart, brain fart. You know, if you can keep yourself on track in certain ways so that you feel better about yourself, then your mindset will be better. Okay, it's all about mind-body connection. This is so important. It's so powerful to keep your mind and body connected in everything you do. Because what happens so often is the body starts controlling the mind. We go through too many, we have the same experiences way too often. We have the same feelings in the body way too often. And guess what happens? The body starts controlling the mind. We're on autopilot. We start doing the same shit every fucking day. And then we realize, why am I not getting anything I want in life? Because your body's programmed to do the same shit. So if you're constantly doing the same shit, how do you expect new results? Doing the same things, doing having the same pattern, the same routine, the same focus, the same mindset, the same thoughts. We have the same, we have 90% of our thoughts are the same every day. Right? That's crazy. I forget how many thoughts we have a day, but it's insane. Thousands and thousands. It's like, I think it's like 30, no, maybe 60,000 thoughts, 60,000 thoughts a day, and 90% of them are the same. Something wild like that. So stop, stop beating yourself up about your story, okay? Own the story, appreciate the man you are now, love him, love him, because in order to improve him, you got to love him first, okay? You're not going to work hard for someone you don't love. Ooh, that's good. (laughs) That makes sense though, right guys? Like, if you don't love yourself, why would you work hard for yourself? Why would you try to improve yourself? Why would you reach better things for yourself if you don't give a shit about yourself. You're not going to do it. You're not. So first step is, hey, how can I get my mind in a good place when it comes to the way I feel about myself, the way I think about myself? As a man, what do I appreciate? What do I really love? Maybe it's one thing right now. That's okay. Own that thing. Do it more. You know, say it more. Talk about it more. Do the activities that make you feel it more. 
And with that, you'll find that other things start coming into your life where you're like, hey, I like that about me too. Or I'm really glad that happened to me. Even right now, like, take a second and just grab out a piece of paper or journal or something and just say, you know, what's something that maybe I beat myself up about that happened in the past? Maybe it was a relationship, right? An ex-relationship or maybe a job you got fired from that really put you down and you still think about it, you know? Something like that that still kind of gets on your mind in a negative way and sends negative vibes through your body. Just write that shit down and say, but what came out of this that was good? What did I learn from this? How did this help me? How can this help me moving forward? Because we all make mistakes, guys. But the best things come from making mistakes. Right? So true. We have to fuck up. Just like I was talking about in another episode, The Talent Code, the book The Talent Code by Daniel Coyle. It's the same. It's literally like our our neurology is programmed to to only reach that full potential and only reach the top levels of performance in something when we fuck up a certain amount of times. Like we have to keep messing up. Mistakes are essential to our life. Mistakes are essential to progression. You have to keep falling. Think about when you were a baby. Like you didn't give up on walking. You were like, fuck that shit. I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk all day. I'm going to try all day. I'm going to keep falling on my ass thousands of times until I get it right. You didn't give up. Because no one was telling you you can't, you know? You didn't have any experiences being like, you're not going to walk. Most likely your parents like, well, that's that walking thing is not for you. Not for my kid. <laughs> like, you just did it. You kept trying. So keep trying because it's not too late. And you can make a better story. And even if your past is shit and you've had so many experiences that pulled you down, you can move yourself up because you control what you think. And what you think controls your body if it's powerful enough. So get your body out of autopilot. Put your mind back in control. Tame your body like a wild animal because that's what it is. And sometimes you got to talk to it that way. You know, if you're sitting in a meditation, hey, body, you're going to sit here until we're done. Okay? Stop trying to tempt me with other things. Stop trying to get me out of this peace of mind. We're staying here. When we're done, then you can walk to the kitchen and eat. Because that's literally what goes on. Your body starts program, starts controlling your mind just because you're so used to doing the same shit every day. Get your mind back in control. Because when your mind's in control, then you could put those good, those good thoughts back in your head that will lead you to, to a better place and lead you to seeing new perspectives. Like even when you feel like when you have a shitty thought about yourself, you can flip it right away and say, hey, wait, but how does this work for me? What did I learn from this? What lesson is it teaching me even right now? What am I learning? What is it teaching me? What can I get out of this? You know what I mean? I'll tell you one more story. Like yesterday I got a parking ticket, right? And I was talking about it on Instagram stories. And it's $64 parking ticket. Fuck you, profess- <laughs> professor. <laughs> Officer. No, I don't want to say his name. But um, no. And it's not his fault. It's my silly fault. And what I said in my Instagram stories was, hey, I can look at this two ways, right? I can look at this as, wow, that j- I was having a great day, which I was. I was having a great day, and now this happens? Shit, my day sucks now. This ruined my whole day. If that didn't happen, my day would have been great. 
And that's, that's the way a lot of people would take it, right? Would you agree? Or I could have taken it the other way, which I chose to do, which, which is, hey, I can get a lesson out of this, you know, and maybe I can teach it to my guys on Instagram and I could come up with a way to, to have a positive mindset about it. So what did I do? I made up a story in my head. And this is what I do now when I have bad situations sometimes. I'll make up a story. And I literally told myself, Steph, you're going to pretend like I closed my eyes and I, I pretended. I played make-believe. And this is why your imagination is the most powerful thing you have. I played make-believe and I imagined a cop coming up to me and saying, Steph, you're going to be kicked out of Santa Monica unless you pay $64. You can't live here unless you pay $64 today. And I was like, okay, officer, here. (laughs) I will happily pay $64 to stay in Santa Monica. Take it. Take my money. Take it all. Like, I'll pay more. You know, like, that's all you want? $64? That's it? Holy shit. Okay, here. I'll pay it to you right now. And just having that thought in my body really helped the anxiety of like, fuck, that was so stupid, Steph. Like, that was, you could have just moved your car. Why would you not have your parking thing in your car? Like, that was so, why would you do that? That's such a silly, stupid mistake. And I could have kept saying that, or I could have just made up this this story in my head so that it changed my mindset and it changed my language and it changed the feeling around getting the ticket. And it, it gave me a more positive feeling because I actually got excited. And I was like, hey, officer, take all my money. Like, that's all you want? 64 bucks? That's nothing. Wow. Like, I have so much more money than that. So it actually put me, it act, I was actually able to flip it into a state of abundance, right? Into a state of like, wow, like I have so much more money than 64 bucks. And that's all you're asking to, for me to stay in Santa Monica? Here, take it. Take it. And, you know, that may sound silly to you, but everything is about feeling. Everything is about motion. So if you can manipulate your feelings and emotion to get what you want out of life and get a better outcome, then do it. Who cares if it sounds weird? You know, no one's going to know. I mean, people just know because I told you and I'm pretty open about things. But, like, no one else would know if you guys did this. (laughs) You know, you would just carry on with a better state of mind and have a better day because you had a better state of mind. Like, my day was fucking awesome yesterday, and I think that had a lot to do with me flipping that story. If I didn't flip that story, I don't think I would have had a great day. I really don't, because that would have just snowballed effect to the next thing that I saw negatively, just like I saw the ticket negatively, and then I would have seen the next thing negatively, and then my body would get used to seeing everything negatively. That's how it happens. You got to snap out of that shit. Wake the fuck up and switch your perspective ASAP. Okay, when you have something you know is going to weigh you down or has the potential to weigh you down a lot, you got to flip it fast. So it's good to have these tools and techniques, just like I did with the the imaginary story, to flip me and put my mind back in a powerful place of feeling like I have a lot of money and feeling like, you know, I I taught a bunch of you guys a lesson of some sort on Instagram. So I shared some knowledge. I shared a story. You know, I shared something I did that put a smile on my face. Then people were laughing about it. And then I was laughing more about it. So now it's just this positive experience that could have been such a shitty experience, but it wasn't because I made it a positive one. I chose. I chose to make it better. And you can choose to make anything you want to make better better as well. (laughs) Okay? That's all it takes, guys. That's all it takes. But to be quick on your feet, it takes some time, right? Like, I've been doing this for a few years. I've been reading a lot of books on this. And for me to flip so fast, it just takes practice. 
You know, you're not always going to be able to do it every time. I can't do it every time, but but I am getting quicker and faster about it, and um, I am able to pull myself out of ruts much quicker than I was, and I can flip my mindset pretty quickly, and it's worth it, okay? So, like, if you can practice it, get good at it because it's worth it. It's nice on the other end. <laughs> it's nice over here, guys. <laughs> in crazy land where like I don't know if I want to go over there maybe maybe it's better to be miserable (laughs) no I'm just kidding I mean I hope I'm kidding anyway that's it for today guys I'm gonna stop there uh that was a rant I hope that was I hope that all made sense (laughs) I sometimes I kind of like this ranting style though you know I start with a topic and then I just go off and talk about random shit that all connects. I, th- I do believe it all connects, and I do believe it will all help you if you if you really take it into account, take it seriously, and and just take it in. Um, yeah. So that's it, guys. Have a great day. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast. It would really mean a lot to me. And as I always say, I'll send you over the Ideal Woman questionnaire if you to send a screenshot of your rating and review, or just your your review, even if it's a one sentence review. You know, send that over. Um, and, and yeah, screenshot that to me, send it over on Instagram and I'd love to email you that ideal woman questionnaire to help you get clear on exactly who you want to attract. Okay. Cause if you don't know who you want to attract, you'll never attract them. Right. Right. So go ahead and do that. Check out my YouTube channel. If you haven't yet, that's under Steph Ganowski. S-T-E-P-H-G-A-N-O-W-S-K-I. The same as Instagram. And Yeah, and just know that I'm open to giving you a free personal evaluation call if you have never yet had your coaching call. It's 20 minutes, and it's free, guys. It just helps you get clarity on where you are now in your life, in your relationships especially, and where you want to go. Because without clarity, you have nothing, and you can go nowhere. Clarity is so damn powerful. So take advantage of that call if you have not yet had it. So I hope you have a great night or morning or afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I love you guys. I appreciate you. And I will talk to you in the next episode. 